Welcome back to the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Michael Fleshman. Joined alongside me is my co-host and good friend, Nicholas Bear. Nick, how's it going? I'm doing very well, Micah. I just got done watching three straight days of the NFL draft, so I am exhausted of football, and I'm ready to talk some baseball. Yeah, we will hop into it. The Dodgers cannot win a game. Is Buster Posey back and the Jose Alvarado suspension? We're going to yak it up. We're going to talk about it. Let's dive in. So, the Dodgers. Nick, I'm going to give you the floor for most of this. Um, the Dodgers have turned into the Yankees, some may say. May, Kniebel, Kelly, Gonsolin, Price, McKinstry, and Gratterall all on the I.L. And uh, they've lost 10 of their... Th- 10 of the past 13 games, it'll most likely be 10 of the past 14 because it is 11 to 1. They are destroying the Brewers right now, but the Dodgers has, have not looked good, not even in the slightest. So ever since we had that conversation an episode or two ago about them being possibly the best team of all time, uh, they've looked pretty dog shit, Nick. Yeah, you know, in two weeks we go from will they ever lose again to when will they win again? Uh, it's crazy. I mean, that's the baseball season. I have no reason to be concerned right now. I'm, I'm of course, disappointed. 3-10, and 10, you don't ever want to go 3-10. and 10. But just like when the Yankees got off this slow start, uh, you said, of course, the Yankees will still get between 95 and 100 wins. I still feel the same about the Dodgers. The issue with the Dodgers is that they their bullpen, as you mentioned, like almost all their pitchers are out from the bullpen right now. So what's the deal um, with May before you keep going? Because I heard he saw, I, I saw he hurt his arm, which normally is never a good sign for a pitcher. It uh, it didn't look good. He uh, he felt something in the elbow after oh, he threw a fastball. Yeah, that's not good. Um, and that's unfortunate and look, because he's got, an, he's got a crazy arm. Look, the dude was like the best number five starter in baseball. Let's be honest. Yeah, he's got a crazy good arm. Um, I was actually talking with a friend about this uh, right before we got on. I was just telling him, you know, May is like, what, 21 or 22, and he throws 97 100. The arm isn't meant to do that. At that age, too, that's a lot of strain on the arm. Um, and last, his last outing before yesterday, remember, was the game against the Padres where the Dodgers blew that game um, after they were up 7-1. to May threw a career-high 93 pitches that game. So I think that has something to do with what happened yesterday. I would not be surprised. So it sucks. I mean, the Dodgers starting rotation has got to be, like, historically great, to be honest with you. Um, even though even though they've been terrible lately, like, offensively, the starting pitching has still been fantastic. So uh, – it sucks because I was really looking forward to a full season of Dustin May, and I am expecting he will get Tommy John surgery. Uh, Tony Gonsolin and David Price are on the IL, so I don't really know who's going to come in for May. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah, speaking of your Dodgers injury recap, this is from Blake Harris. That is Blake Harris TBLA on Twitter. He comes to the Dodgers yeah. for True Brew LA. Dustin May, 10-day IL. Kniebel on the 60-day IL. Gonsolin's got about three to four weeks. Price, four to six weeks. McKinstry has not swung about yet. Uh, Morrow's probably out for the year. No update on Cody Bellinger. But um, Yeah, you know, I mean, 
I'm not surprised Dustin May's on the 10-day IL. I mean, that's kind of just normal protocol when someone gets hurt like that. He probably hasn't had his MRI yet. I'm sure he's fine. He may be fine back to L.A. because there's no reason for him to be with the team now uh, to get that MRI and X-ray. And uh, there's obviously great doctors in L.A. for the, the athletes. So he'll get that looked at. He'll be on the 60-day IL soon. Very disappointed about the uh, Corey Knable news because he was like our best pitcher out of the bullpen. So that sucks. I Tommy Canley was on the Yankees last year. When he's when is he supposed to be back? Because I know he got uh, injured. He'll last be year. back next year. He's Tommy John. Is he out all year? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I mean, that's another pickup that I like. I know we signed him to a two-year deal, but he won't be back till next year. Uh, David Price been uh, David Price has been pretty shit so far this year, but I I think a lot of that has to do with the fact he's never really pitched out of the bullpen. So I was I was looking forward to uh, him coming out of the bullpen. I mean, he'll be back soon. It's a hamstring injury, so that's not like – I mean, that's bad for anyone, but it's not like the worst injury for a pitcher. It could be worse. Uh, Kenley Jansen is still streaky as fuck. I, I, like, he's got great numbers, but then he blows saves every couple games. So it's like I don't, I don't fucking know. Um, but I'm just overall disappointed with the Dodgers. And I must say, if there's anything for me to rant about, it's the fact that – so. When I was watching the game against the Padres last Sunday on ESPN, when Max Muncy and Corey Seager come to the plate, the whole side of the left field is open. Like, I cannot stress enough how frustrating it is to see these guys want to swing the bat, the bat when you get a whole side of the field up. You can punt for a freaking double sometimes with the shift the way it is against them. I mean, it is just so frustrating that, like, you consider these guys professional hitters, yet they can't fucking bunt for their lives. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm sorry. Baseball is becoming more boring because we're not seeing people bunt. We're seeing people strike out with runners on base and shit like that. And it, it's really overall just become more boring. I mean, I just saw an article on ESPN that offensively last month in April the worst for all of MLB – was the worst offensive year. And I know they made changes to the baseball, so that's a part of it where they raised the seams on the baseball. It's not that but, different. But here's the thing. No, I think it is in the sense that players are now just trained to hit home runs. They are not trained for singles and doubles and triples. Like, I mean, I mean, triple, triples are rare, so you can't really train someone to hit triples. But it's like if baseball is making a change and you're supposed to be a professional hitter – you should know how to change your game, but like no one's teaching these guys how to hit the ball on the ground. No one's teaching you want, these guys. You want to know who a professional hitter is? DJ LeMayo. Yeah, he plays second base for the Yankees. He's really good. Yeah. Well, ju- we have that in Justin Turner. I mean, he's another professional hitter. So he's not a professional but, hitter like LeMayo. There's, there's, but, there's, there are some people. There's a big gap, and then there's LeMayo, who's all the way at the top but, of that list because he's just better than everyone else. But keep going. I would put Mike Trout up there. Um, he's way better than everyone else. So maybe he's the best player in baseball. It's not close. Okay. Um, but it's just so frustrating that I'm not even surprised we just had the worst offensive month in baseball. Like, yeah. it shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. Um, and I guarantee you it's actually making the game more boring for people in general. Maybe not for you personally. But for me and other people, it is. And it's going to turn a lot of people off from watching baseball in the future. I don't think this is going to help baseball at all. Yeah, I mean, it definitely turns people off. Like, 
the game is most exciting for the majority of people when home runs are being hit and when runs are being scored. And unfortunately, when that doesn't happen, it's not that fun to watch. And, um, you know, we've seen it with teams. I was just thinking to myself when the Yankees were going through their really bad stretch about two weeks ago, how do teams like the Orioles, like the Tigers, like how do their fans survive? Because I get part of the reason that the Yankee that the Yankees losing was so frustrating is because they were supposed to be good, and that wasn't supposed to happen. But shit, if my team is supposed to be bad and we're losing, that doesn't make it any worse for me, because I still want them to win. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, to me, at least for like teams like the Tigers and Orioles, their fans don't even need COVID protocols for the games because barely any of them show up. They're always socially distanced, anyways. Uh, I have a friend who's an Orioles fan. He barely talks about baseball, though, because he's an Orioles fan. Like, who, who in their right mind really wants to talk about the Orioles right now? Like, no one does. They're just, like, not excited at all. Um, and, you know, you said how the Yankees had the first two tough weeks of the season. The Dodgers have had a tough last two weeks. I guarantee you that if guys were trained to hit, get base hits and stuff like that, the Dodgers' offense would have never gone into a slump like they have. Like the the whole reason for this is really because all these guys are just trying to hit home runs, and it's just frustrating. I mean, yeah, the Yankees are nine and three in their last twelve games. Dodgers are three and ten. It's been bad, but that's that's what happens over the course of one hundred and sixty-two. Yeah, it does. But I think at the same time, we're gonna see more and more uh, cold streaks like this from offenses as long as guys are con- are continuing to train to just hit home runs and not base hits, but uh, you know, I think every team goes through a stretch like this every year. It's just that the Dodgers have been so spoiled. Me as a Dodger fan has been so spoiled the past eight years with division title after division title. It doesn't really, like, occur to me that this is probably just normal for everyone. And, um, I mean, the Dodgers actually, I think it was 2017, remember, they headed into the playoffs on, like, a 10-game losing streak. So, you know, they. I mean, they've been through cold streaks before. It's been all different ways, but... I've just been so spoiled as a Dodger fan lately that it's just like I'm not used to this, but they'll get over it. I'm not, like, overly concerned. We just need our bullpen back, though. Yeah, I mean, teams will get over it. And I, I we, we talked about this on when we did our wish list for each team that the Dodgers need bullpen help. A lot of teams need a bullpen help, in it, but the Dodgers have needed it really badly. Um, starting rotation goes a long way but it only goes so far. The starting rotation, every pitcher in the starting rotation can only pitch seven innings so many times, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's part of the luxury that the Yankees have. They have the the best bullpen ERA. Either it's first or second, and I believe, I know their team ERA is number one, uh, which has been really surprising. Their starting rotation has looked pretty good. Um, But... Yeah, when you turn it over to the bullpen, you need to have confidence in the guys coming out that the lead's going to stay where it is or that the deficit won't grow. And I don't think that the Dodgers really have that because you mentioned Jansen has good numbers, but he blows a save every couple opportunities. You can't have that. You just, I mean, our oldest Chapman, when he comes into the game, I'll pull up the stats. When he comes into the game, it's game over. Like, you're not going to hit this guy. It's just, it, this year is just not possible. It's not. 
So, like, th- like this is Aroldis Chapman's numbers. 35 batters faced, 24 Ks, two hits, three walks, zero runs. Yeah, if there's you want... No, there's I mean, nobody on the Dodgers that can even come close to that. I mean, look, I'll say personally, yeah, I mean, of course, yes, the Dodgers' big need is bullpen, but, like, at the same time, when we were... When we had a healthy bullpen for the first two weeks, I I thought our bullpen was doing just fine. Like I think as long as we get our guys back, I'm I'm personally okay with our bullpen. Um, I I mean, it seemed like the Dodgers never really. I mean, yes, Kenley Jansen has like the most saves on the team, but at the same time, like because Kenley Jansen can't pitch back to back games anymore, it's kind of been closer by committee this year. Like one game he pitches, the next game like Trinan pitches or Victor Gonzalez or whoever it may be. Uh, but my concern is just the Dodgers' health in the bullpen. Once we get healthy in the bullpen, I think we'll be back to more winning, especially because I just – look, like we said, the Dodgers already have 11 runs today in, like, what, three, four innings? So this, off- this, this offensive cold streak isn't going to last too much longer. I mean, maybe, maybe this is what they needed to break out of it. Who knows? I mean, it's – it's just one game right now. It's not even a full game, actually. So we'll see. But I just want them to get healthy. Um, I'm excited that it's a new month. I mean, turn the page, new month. I'm sure you're excited because the Yankees had a slow start to the first month, although they got hot at the end of the first month. Um, but, yeah, that, that that's all I have to say about the Dodgers. Not overly concerned, but just disappointed. All right, so let's talk National League East. Yeah, NL East. Phillies, Mets squared off. The Mets have not looked good, man. Um, even though I think they were in first place a few days ago, they have not looked good, like, even in the slightest. Francisco and Doris looked terrible. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm watching the video right now. It was runners on second and third, two outs, 2-1 two Phillies, bottom of the eighth, top of the eighth, sorry. And Jose Alvarado comes in, throws a heater past Dom Smith, and gets fucking pumped. Yeah, let's go. Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he takes a step. Instead of closer to the dugout, he takes it closer to home plate. And he looks at Smith and goes, yeah, let's fucking go. Let's go. And then Dom Smith kind of puts his arms up like, all right, we got it. Like, okay, just Go back to the dugout. And then Alvarado's like, no, let's fucking go. Yeah. So Dom Smith is like, all right, no, I'm not going to sit here. And then bench is cleared. I don't even know what happened. I don't think a single punch was thrown. No, I, I think it was it was stopped pretty quickly. But, I mean, there was a lot of chirping for sure. There was a ton of chirping. Let, okay, let's, let's look at the replay. Talking, Alvarado goes, come on, buddy. Meet me out here if you want to fight. Takes his hat off. Points at him. Kind of well, nudges you, the umpire a little bit, and you know this clear. stems from an incident from the week before, right? Yeah, I know, but there was, but he's getting a three-game suspension. I don't understand. I don't get it. Why? Look, there was we, no punches thrown. None. Why is we, he suspended? We've talked before about how each of us don't mind players celebrating, Fucking but because, because they, they earn that right to celebrate when they strike someone out or when a batter hits a home run or whatever, they earn that right. My issue with Alvarado, though, is he kind of literally targeted the celebration at Dominic Smith. Yeah, like, he I, went don't, at I, don't, 
I don't have a problem with the celebration. I have a problem when you direct it at someone. Yeah, but you don't. I, you don't deserve to. Be I didn't celebrated. realize that was worth a three-game suspension for intent to direct the celebration at someone. But maybe I don't know. Maybe he said something way out of line that the umpire told MLB. But even that shouldn't be a three-game suspension, yeah, in my opinion. Um, Trust I mean, me, one I, game. I, I'm cool with one game, but even then, a one-game suspension is like, what's that going to do for a reliever? You know, pushing it a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't get it. Um, you know, when I, 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 I catch and I play third and second base. Um, but for a majority of my baseball career, I, I played catcher, and I, I, I don't play as much anymore because my knees are really bad. But um, you know, when a pitcher would strike someone, no, I swear to God, when a pitcher, when a pitcher would strike somebody out, he kind of look at them and go, "Yeah, let's go." Just real quick, sometimes they'd lock eyes, but whatever. Like, there's no reason. Even, like, I get it. He, he directed the celebration at Smith. That that was a little uncalled for. But there was no reason to give him a suspension. Look, if he went over and threw a punch, threw a haymaker, kicked him in the balls, you know what I mean? Okay, fine. But just because they're talking? Really? I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, it does stem. It stems from an incident from a week ago where I think Alvarado, it was Michael Conforto or something like that in the shoulder. And then Dominic Smith said something to Alvarado from the dugout, and Alvarado basically just waved Smith off, telling him to shut up. And then the very next week, the first time they faced each other after that little back and forth, uh, he gets hit. So. I don't know. Maybe this is MLB just saying, "Hey, we need to suspend you just to cool things down so things don't get out of hand." But I don't even like. Are they still playing each other right now? Like, All right. No, this is what uh, Smith had to say. I don't mind people pimping K's and pimping stuff on the field. I've never been a player like that, but I don't mind it. I love it. But him pointing at me, coming at me, stuff like that. I'm a grown ass man. Come meet me then if you really got a problem and we can really handle it. So yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly what we're saying. Just don't direct it at the player. Yeah, uh, Mets manager Luis Rojas said that you could tell Alvarado was instigating it. He was trying to get Dom's attention, trying to start things, and that's what got Smith turning his back and walking towards him. So um, here we go. Uh, Reese Hoskins of the Phillies said, "I don't expect there to be any carryover into tomorrow. Uh, it is what it is. There was no carryover, but just something to keep an eye on." So uh, we'll see where it takes us. Yeah, and actually, before we move on, a very similar incident happened. I think it was in Chicago. Or no, I'm sorry. It was in Cincinnati uh, against the Reds and the Cubs. Amir Garrett struck out Anthony Rizzo and then celebrated it and directed it at him. And Javier Baez got pissed. I mean, it was the end of the inning, but Baez came out. He got really pissed. Same thing happened. No punches were thrown. But um, listen, same thing there. Listen, um, <laughs> Amir Garrett's just got a thing where he pisses off people in the NL Central. Uh, I believe it was two years ago. He went and tried to like fight the entire Pirates dugout. Do you remember that? I remember they, that. They, the, yes. pitch, the, the manager came to take him out, and he was like, nah. And he threw the glove and just went out. And he just like murdered Chris Archer. But yeah, um. You know, it is what it is. People are too soft nowadays. You know, you know my stance about it. If you if you strike someone out, if you hit a home run, 
Let him know. I don't care. Shit, if I had the ability to hit a baseball 450 feet, you know how difficult it is to hit, that, to hit a moving baseball that far? Dude, if hey, I, I had the ability... I would sit there and I would just talk. If <laughs> I, I had the ability... Just, if I had the ability to hit a baseball 50 feet, I'd be happy. Yeah, be for anyone that doesn't know, Nick is just, like, not athletic, like, even no, at No, not. Like, not even a little bit. But, no, um, part, of that, part of that's because of past injuries, but, um, yeah, I'm, like, the least athletic person you'll ever listen to, ever. Yeah, um, so let's talk Yankees a little bit as uh, we always find a way to go back to them. The Yankees play the Astros this week. Woo-wee! This is the first time the Where? Yankees Where? In Houston or in New York? In the stadium. At the stadium. At Yankee Stadium. It's going to be so fun. It'll be the first time the Yankees have played the Astros since the 2019 uh, ALCS. Yeah, CS. Um. 2019 or 20? I didn't they play the Astros last year. You're saying the first time without fans though since. No, we didn't play them last year, cause last year they tried. It was 60 games. They try to keep us. Um, oh yeah, in division. That's right. Yeah. So. Uh, Go on. Carry on. Uh, so it'll be our first time playing them since 2019. Oh, this will be so fun! Yeah, you'll be fun. I'm very excited. Um, Aaron Judge is gonna win MVP. Um, it's either him or Trout because Judge is just so good, bro. He missed two days with soreness. He missed a day with soreness. Came back, uh, drove in five runs, hit two homers. The next day, drove in three runs. And Judge is fucking god. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is the first uh, ALCS rematch of 2019 since fans have been back as well. So that's... You know, this will be a lot of fun. I do not expect. Um, <laughs> I expect some some fans to get thrown out. I would. Expect I expect that. some fans to get thrown out. And look, I hate to say, it, Yankee fans just give zero fucks. Like they are insane in the head, man. Like when the Yankees were playing bad, they started throwing shit out on the field. That's just too far. Stuff will go on. There will be a fight, whether it's with the fans fighting each other or the players. Sounds like Dodger fans fights. <laughs> yeah. Um, nah, dude. It, it'll be a lot of fun. If DJ LeMahieu gets hit, I will fly out to New York. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Then you'll just we'll just record while you're in New York. Um, yeah, I. It, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be a quiet series. That's for sure. That. It's gonna get. It's definitely gonna get your blood boiling for sure. I bet from the, from the first pitch. It'll be a lot of fun to watch. How many fans are the Yankees allowing? Like fifteen thousand, something like I that. I think it's up to fifty percent. Fifty percent. Okay. But by July sixth, I think they said it'll be at max capacity, which is yeah. I think most most stadiums will be max capacity by then. And the Dodgers play Houston in L.A. later this year too. That'll be uh, fun. So assuming it's max capacity, I think California's gonna be a little ca- more careful than New York with COVID. I just that's kind of how California mm-hmm. is. Um, it may not be max capacity, well, but I think the it Dodgers. Um, like if you're double vaccinated, they're like you can show them the card. They have a service. fully vaccinated. Are you gonna do that? Because I know that you're fully vaccinated. Yeah, you know I've thought about it, but at the same time, like who doesn't want their own space at a ballpark though? Like. You know, like, okay, tickets and food are like 20% off. 
tickets for the uh, and tickets for the fully vaccinated area started like thirty four bucks now. And I think they recently just expanded that to more people. I think it was like at first like five hundred people. Uh, they're expanding it. Personally, I still kind of want to wait and see. I'm just like I'm still hesitant about going into big crowds and stuff. I mean, I'll uh, I'll probably go at one point because both of my parents are vaccinated, and that and if they're vaccinated, I can go. Even though like I'm not vaccinated, I can go into that section. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, you'll be vaccinated soon enough. I'm sure the vaccine will be approved for people like you soon. Uh, maybe towards the end of the year, but I just want to give it some time now. Just like, I don't want to rush things back. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I mean, I'll go when the Yankees play in the World Series. Um, okay, yeah. Um, but, yeah, right now, I'm just going to give it time, see how things go. Um there's no point in pushing it. Worst comes to worst, I wait till next year. But I am much more hesitant about going into crowds now. So it's like, at the same time, I would like to have like be socially distanced from people at a stadium where you can have your own space and just sit back, spread your arms and legs out, and relax. Yeah. No. We'll see. Uh, for sure. That'll uh, that'll do it for us, people. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Michael Fleischman. And I'm Nicholas Bear. You can find this show on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can follow us at the baseball plug underscore on Instagram. And you can find us uh the baseball plug podcast.com. That's our website. Thank you guys. You hit uh we hit five thousand views on our website. So uh that's pretty dope. Appreciate it. Only everyone. he knows these numbers. I don't. He's keeping track of the numbers. Yeah, I I I um I own the website ownership whatever yeah. so yeah, yeah you can follow me on twitter at mike underscore zero four one six that is at m-i-c-a-h zero four one six uh seriously i'm a really good twitter follow you should really follow me and on instagram at envy micah that's at e-n-v-y-m-i-c-a-h and you can follow me on twitter at nicholas bear seven that's n-i-c-h-o-l-a-s-b-a-e-r and the number seven and on instagram at nicholas golfer that's n-i-c-h-o-l-a-s-g-o-l-f-e-r Thanks for tuning in. Peace out.